and the journey continues, 1 Timothy. This first letter to Paul's beloved convert Timothy is filled with directions and admonitions for guiding the growing the church in Ephesus. Timothy had traveled with Paul on his missionary journeys and on his fourth trip he instructed Timothy to remain in Ephesus and build up the church there. He wanted him to keep them pointed to Jesus and guide them so they would not be led astray by contemporary beliefs that were plaguing these new believers. Timothy was a wise young man with a lot of responsibilities ahead of him in his ministry. Paul gave guidance on choosing church leaders, prayer, confronting false doctrines, how to care for the widows and elders and warn about those that loved money too much. As I reread this letter, several passages jumped out at me as I saw Paul's desires for all of us to live focused on Jesus. I pray these verses will be a blessing to you today. 1 Timothy 1 15-16 has basic doctrinal truth about Christ, and how God changes and uses us for His glory. 5 This is a trustworthy saying and everyone should accept it, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, and I am the worst of them all. 16 But God had mercy on me so that Christ Jesus could use me as a prime example of His great patience with even the worst sinners. Then others will realize that they, too, can believe in Him and receive eternal life. Paul is very clear that Christ came to save sinners. As good as Paul was in keeping the laws and considered himself a zealous religious Jew, he was confronted with his own sin by Christ on the road to Damascus, and knew he was definitely a sinner saved by Christ. Acts 9, he trusted God to use him as an example for unbelievers so that others could be saved. Isn't that what every believer desires? They want to be a witness for Christ so that he is seen in their lives and others would desire to follow him too. May it be so with each of us. In 1 Timothy 2 1-6 Paul reminds us that God desires us to live peaceful, quiet godly lives for Him. I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them, intercede on their behalf, and give thanks for them. To pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. 3 This is good and pleases God our Savior, 4 Who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. 5 4 there is one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity, the man Christ Jesus. 6. He gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. This is the message God gave to the world at just the right time. Here again Paul points out the kind of life God desires for us and that he wants everyone to be saved and to have knowledge of the truth. Jesus is the only way to achieve that reconciliation. We are to pray fervently for people to come to a saving knowledge of Christ. Who will you pray for today? In 1 Timothy 6 6-10, Paul tells Timothy to pursue righteousness, and not get caught up in the pursuit of money. These are timeless words for all generations as we seek to live for Christ in a material-driven world. 6 Yet true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. 7 After all, we brought nothing with us when we came into the world, and we can't take anything with us when we leave it. 8 So if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. 9 But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. 10 For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people, craving money, have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. Paul cautions all of us that it is the love of money, making it an idol, goal or making it the stuff of our dreams, that can lead to losing our spiritual focus. Taking your eyes off of Christ leads to confusion disillusionment and ungodly actions. When we think about it, the love of money is often at the root of our confusion, disillusionment or selfish actions. 
May these selected verses help you to see Christ more clearly and know for sure that He desires that all should come to Him, to repentance. He desires that we walk with Him in humility keeping our eyes on Him and not on worldly gain. I am reminded of a favorite verse from Micah 6 8 He has told you, O man, what is good? And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, and to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God? May we walk today focused on Him. Linda